Welcome in, everybody, to the Westside Sports Podcast. It is August 1st, 2023. As always, I am your host, Dakota Esri. Welcome in to today's podcast. I am giving a heads-up disclaimer ahead of time. This is a podcast. Uh, this is going to be a different one today. Uh, just a little bit of language is like a caution, a warning. If you have kids, do not. I would not recommend them listening to this. Um, I'm doing my best to keep it as clean as I can. But I got some things I need to, I need to explain with my brain being fully unleashed, pretty much. I am usually very filtered, very like structured. I don't like to go out on tangents and like my tangents are based upon facts, not upon f- like fictional fan like stuff, right? So today is going to be a little bit different. There's going to be a lot of language in this today. Um, I'll put up a warning on it. I, I, like on the bit at the uh, top of the summary, but I need to talk about what happened today in the MLB trade deadline for our one and only Seattle Mariners, uh, a lead and led by our furious and um, glorious warrior and one Gerald Depoto, Jerry, yes, Jerry Depoto, um, Justin Hollander, his little sidekick, his Robin and crime. What happened today, ladies and gentlemen, is an absolute crock of shit. It is. It is embarrassing. It is atrocious. It is one of the most insulting gestures I've ever seen by, and quite frankly, just, it's so, like, if I was a season ticket fan holder right now, I would be filing a request to have my money revoked for the rest of this season. And I understand that people that have season tickets, it's not just based upon the roster and the moves. It's a family thing as well, which I 100% um, understand and I agree with. But it doesn't take away from the fact that what we witnessed for this last week was laziness. It was stupidity. It was... Arrogance. There's just so many words I can use in different like adjectives and stuff to explain what exactly happened this week, right? So for anybody who listens to this podcast, you're not an active following Seattle Mariner fan. The Seattle Mariners have played like absolute shit like all season, right? It's been a roll. It's like you. It's like you paid a bunch of money for a roller coaster that was supposed to be like top ten roller coaster in the country, right? And you spent a bunch of money and you like saved your pennies and mowed your mom and dad's yard and busted your ass, right? And you went and did this ride. And instead of the ride being everything that like the re- the reviews had told you that it was awful. You were disappointed. It's a it's tragedy what's happening. As you're on this roller coaster that you saved all this money and busted again, busted your ass for, right? That's what it's like been being a Mariners fan this year. You clock in every damn day. You're like 6:40, 7:15, what it used to be, 1:10, whatever other bullshit times inside the Eastern Conference. All right. This is why. This is why this 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 organization. It just the fish. I'm trying to get too off bay, like off tangent here for you guys, right? The fish rots from the head down. That's the that that is the saying, right? The problem starts with the hierarchy 
of John. But ultimately, when we like look at the hierarchy, right? Stanton, Depoto, Hollander, right? This is what this is what's missing right now. We are missing the ability to say, and pardon my French, fuck it. Just do it. For once in the eight years that Jerry DePoto has been in this freaking organization. Eight years. He hasn't brought one batter who can hit the fucking baseball. No. Abraham Toro traded for Kendall Graveman. Pissed off the whole locker room. Right? Just turn it upside down. Mitch Hanniger is looking at him like the pissed off, disappointed uncle to Jerry DePoto, his boss. Because he just fucked it up. Then it was Jesse Winker. Oh, man. I, I, man, I drank the Kool-Aid on Jesse Winker. Like, I have never drank the Kool-Aid of a trade in the history of... Of this franchise. I I mean, it was left-handed pull power. I mean, all kinds of sense. He sucked so bad. That Ryan Divish found out in the offseason. That he had to be sent home. Jerry, how did you fuck that one up? Right? I don't understand it. So Jesse Winker can't hit the broad side of a barn. You ship him. And Abraham Toro, both of these guys who could not do a singular fucking thing for this organization. Abraham Toro was regarded a top prospect in baseball. Highly regarded, Jerry says. It was a, we got lucky to land him. That's why we had to throw in Rafael Montero. Who's carved up the Mariners? And this season he sucked, which is great. It's just, it just fits the chemistry of baseball, right? But Kendall Graveman was great. It screwed up the, the the whole locker room, right? Blah, blah, blah. So we go over Toro. We go over Winker. And then, we, okay. Eugenio Suarez is quite literally the only batter that Jerry has, he has gathered. He has found across the vacant plains of the nomad of, like, the, the nomad is, like, like it's like it's like that's what they have, right? Sorry, follow me on this. So the Mariners are like are like are like nomads, right? They're very they don't like they don't like big groups of people. They just kind of stick to themselves. They don't they don't really mess. They don't you know they don't mingle a whole lot. Jerry says he does, but clearly he doesn't, as we've seen this week. But when you're isolated, you value your own stuff more than somebody else's, and that's what we're seeing. That's why the prospects are highly are so are highly touted value, whatever the bullshit excuse is. Right? I sat here today. Why? Well, and I'm not trying to make it sound like I'm on my phone all day. I bust my ass like everybody else does. But I'm trying to keep up and trying to keep updated like every hour, every 30 minutes if I can. And there's nothing. And I see nothing. And it just keeps on. And all of a sudden, the hot stove kind of, you know, you know, like that burner's lit. There's there There's movement. And I see that like names that we've been talking about. Like Jake Berger is a name I mentioned uh, like a few podcasts ago. He went for essentially nothing. Miami paid like a top ten prospect for him. But whatever, what what is Miami's top ten prospect value as far as MLB top one top one hundred? Hell, top five hundred. Who the hell knows, right? But all these names go off, and I'm thinking to myself, we have depth. We have the ability to spend. Why aren't we doing something? You are willing by not doing something. 
You're saying Teoscar Hernandez will give you, possibly give you the qualifying offer. So, would you be willing to stay for $20 million? Ha <laughs> ha! If I'm Teoscar Hernandez, I'm la- I'm laughing. I'm running and I'm saying, uh, no thanks. I'm out. I'm out of this this fucking place. Cause it's it, he has no obligation to stay. He's not going to resign here. Absolutely not. There is a zero percent chance Teoscar Hernandez resigns here. So the trade that we did failed. So in the off season, just follow me here, okay? The off season, the main trade, the main acquisition was what? Teoscar Hernandez for Eric Swanson and Adam Mako. That was the big time move. Then, yeah, we did the whole Jesse for Colton bullshit, blah, blah, blah. The wash. But what what really... <laughs> you failed the offseason. Jerry DePoto, Justin Hollander, you failed the fucking offseason. That offseason is your job, is a critical part of your job. Okay, so if you fail to do a substantial part of your job and the part of that job is obtaining players, enhancing this roster, you did nothing. You did absolutely nothing. You stood pat. Frozen like a deer in the fucking headlights. And what, you value your prospects? I I, I know because I've already heard from him from Justin Hollander. I've seen the quotes. I have not listened. And then when I do, I'm going to have to white knuckle something, have a stress ball. Because this stuff, this, the, 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 this, this excuse, the reasons do not work anymore. Justin Hollander, Jerry DePoto, the process is fucking bullshit. Part of my friends, I don't like trying to drop in a, a double whammy, but it is. It's a huge crock of bullshit. You've told us to be patient and get these. We want athletic players, and that's what you did with Paul Seawald. The trade for Paul Seawald, okay, it is based pretty much upon two players. <laughs> Paul Seawald is one of the best like relief pitchers in baseball, right? If you're any like Maris fans, we know this, right? It is. It is what it is. His numbers state it. He has another year of club control. He is ARB2. What ARB2 means is that you make like a medium is what like for a lazy term, like man terms, like like dictionary. It's a medium ish size amount of money. Like Paul Seawald next year is like four million bucks. Maybe. Maybe five. He's worth every fucking penny and more. Locker room, clubhouse, great guy. Throws really well, obviously. Key part of a bullpen, whatever you want to call it. But when the rubber meets the road, ladies and gentlemen, there's a saying that was said by a previous Mariner, and I've been hearkening in it and and saying it a fair amount lately. Because it's just ringing my bell so loud I can't stop hearing it. At some point in time, Jerry DePoto, it has to be about winning. Not next season. All you've ever cared about is next season. I've heard next season narrative for seven fucking years. Part of that's the rebuild. So be it. Right? But 
eight, eight years, right? Three consecutive cycles and periods for you to acquire talent. You have failed three consecutive times. It's not acceptable. It's just not. It's not acceptable. It's, I don't know another way to, to wrap it, slice it, dice it, saute it, air fry it, whatever you want to, however you want to cook it. Fucking thing, right? Today was a slap in the face of Mariners fans. It is, quite frankly, Jerry DePoto, you have every reason to have lost this locker room, this, this group of guys. They busted their fucking ass for you. They were tied for the best record in baseball last year, Jerry. And you, Finn, you bailed. You pulled the fucking plug. You did. I don't give a shit. Whatever you want to try and sell it to us tomorrow. That's the only thing you can possibly do to save your fucking ass. This is, abu- this is abundantly clear to me now. That I and all of you who are listening to this podcast have no reason to trust a single word that comes out of Jerry DePoto's mouth. Beginning of this season, he said at spring training, this was a World Series team. We believe this is, quote, a World Series caliber championship roster. And instead of supplementing, again, supplementing and reinforcing this team with players they need for the surge to get to the fucking playoffs. You abandoned ship, Captain. You left your passengers aboard to drown to death, Jerry. And that's really, really fucked up. I wish, I wish I didn't have to come on here today and do this podcast. I don't. I don't enjoy these things. But I feel like this is like a therapeutic thing for Mariners fans, for me, for other people who are listening to this. I hope it is for you as it is for me talking into this mic for you guys, to you guys, to everybody. Today was not acceptable. This week has not been acceptable. Hell, this whole year hasn't been acceptable. We are beyond blessed and fortunate to have the pitching rotation that we do, right? To have a Luis as the head. Luis Castillo, El Piedra, right? Our man, our rock. George Kirby, Logan Gilbert, Bryce Wu, and go on, on and on and on, right? We have a lot of good things going for this organization. But until the time comes when we have management that can actually do their jobs without failing and falling on their fucking faces, it's going to be really hard to figure out what direction to steer and what direction to hope for. For the future of this Mariners roster. I'm not trying to be too doom and gloom. These are like. This is the God's honest truth. From my brain unfiltered. Because I don't know if Scott stays around. After this season. Who the hell knows what happens with Jerry and Justin. They failed. Somebody. if I, I believe you start with replacing John Stanton. However you fucking do that. You do it. If you can find a way. And I don't know if this is remotely possible, but anybody who listens to this podcast, if you can post on social media, can we get Todd Lightwicky to replace for John Stanton? John Todd Lightwicky 
had, took this Kraken team and says, we're going to make the fucking playoffs. We're going to be competitive and we're going to do it. They, they had a mission. They had an objective and they did what they say they were going to do. And I think it's time that we start having a conversation about maybe having a change of the old guard when it comes to uh, who cuts the check and who makes the final decisions for this organization and franchise. I hope you guys have a fantastic evening. I hope you guys uh, also um, get some kind of relief from this podcast. And uh, again, just thank you to everybody so much for taking the time out of your busy, busy Tuesday for listening. I will uh, catch you guys soon. I don't know when that will be. I'm not trying to be, you know, lucrative. I'm not trying to be gray area. But um, I just kind of go and flow with these when I decide to hop on. So have a fantastic evening. God bless y'all. I'll catch you guys next time. Peace.